Welcome everybody to the pick and roll live stream, the show that goes live every morning on the board YouTube channel for NBA free picks and right now NBA playoff analysis and there are four games on the slate tonight as the NBA playoffs are heating up. There are a couple of series that ended yesterday, one that surprisingly got extended and a bunch of games as well, as I said, to talk about tonight. Yes, the Atlanta Hawks coming through. Trey Young came through. Pips and audio listeners. Pips is rocking his Trey Young jersey today in celebration of that. We'll talk about them a little bit later on. But uh, as always, the agenda for the show, the recap of yesterday's plays, the pick for today, and then discussion, which I said will be about the Atlanta Hawks. So the recap, and we finally get back in the win column here. And despite this one, if you look at the box score, um, <laughs> it, it reflects as a maybe something that wasn't really much of a sweat. Uh, at least for me watching, I stayed up late to watch this game. It came down to the wire. Uh, Jokic, in the end, does clear quite easily. Uh, Anthony Edwards, as well, gets over the line here. And we get the winner on the same game parlay here. Up to 11 units on the season, 3.9% ROI. Pips, uh, I'm sure you watched this one as well. Uh, were you in the same boat as me, sweating this one late? Uh, I was sweating a bit first half because Yoki started one from nine and didn't make, didn't didn't look like he had uh, he would have a good night. Yeah, it ended up with triple double and a win, but that was probably the worst shooting night of his career. Like he couldn't get anything. Like he was eight from twenty nine or something like that which is ridiculous for his kind of efficiency. But he was aggressive, and I wasn't afraid of him getting the enough shots. He, from my perspective, he got a little bit some soft calls, like some free throws. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Goals. Yeah, I wasn't fan of it. I mean, it helped us to win. But I would I would love the, if, if Wolves won that game. They played well. They played great, great basketball. I'm not a fan of and Towns, but I love Edwards. I I love Mike Conley and Nikhil Alexander Walker. Like he was almost out of the rotation and now playing great in playoff series on both ends of the floor, which was kind of surprising in this series. He he showed up with with. Um, Jaden being out and now Kyle Anderson being out in that in this game and he played really good and yeah it's just unfortunate that uh, that Wolves didn't grab another win it will make the series very interesting yeah uh, I I agree uh, some calls late didn't really go the way of Timberwolves Towns fouled out Gobert fouled Gobert fouled out very very late but uh, yeah they 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 had that one that was uh, unfortunate to see. That one not continue. But Jokic, despite, I think he finished like 9 of 29, outrageous box score. And in the end, uh, despite it took some free throws late as well a little bit. But we get over the line. We get the win that we are looking for and hoping for the same today. I think we have a better price than what we previously thought we would have for this bet. Let me just confirm that in here. Yes, we do. So actually... Uh, we're going to be getting this play at plus money, plus 100 odds here. So let's give you guys the official pick for today's show here. As we have the Knicks and Cavaliers game, we're going to go with Darius Garland, 18 plus points, and a game total alt line of under 212.5. And that is plus 100 at BetMGM. Originally, we we're going to do that at DraftKings at minus 105. 
So that's also a good price to take. But if you shop around, you can get the plus 100 at Bet MGM. And we had a pick earlier, or Pips had a pick before the show that moved off. But the thing that he was uh, happy with originally was Darius Garland, and he's happy with this play as well. So why don't you let us know why you want this one for tonight's Game 5? Yeah, we already had Darius on, on the show, not successfully. But I'll just say, Game 2, Darius Garland, 32 points on 17 field goal items. Next game, he played only 32 minutes due to blowout, and he managed to knock up 21 field goal items. It was just the first away game in hostile environment, and he shot four for 21 on, I would say, the best looks on the floor. Like, no one had the looks as good as Darius Garland. And in the third game, poor start, then took over in the third quarter, exploiting Brunson matchup. He's getting Brunson matchup. That's the best matchup on the floor. And they are also playing drop coverage. So he's getting wide open looks the most of out of everyone on the floor. And now they are down 3-1. They are going back home. I just think Darius needs to step up hugely here. And even if he has average game, he should still cover this line. And I expect him to score 20 more more points tonight. In the second part of this bet, so we had four games so far. Average pace in these four games is 89. That's the <laughs> playoffs. That's even for playoffs, that's absurd. And no game had a higher pace than 91. So it's 90, 91, 90, and last game 87 pace in this series. And not a single game out of the first four uh, passed over 200 points. So the, the highest scoring game of the series was 197 points so far. And we have a 15 points higher line in this. So even if in slow pace, somehow they have crazy scoring, they should still be able to stay under this line because the pace is um, there, like <laughs> unbelievable. And I just actually don't see them being way more efficient because throughout this, the series, they are used to what's working, what's not. So defense kind of know what they need to do, especially Knicks. They, they, they did amazing job in game three and game four against Donovan Mitchell, against everyone. They were exploiting, they, they were blitzing Mitchell and that doesn't generate as much points when you have Okoro, Levert and, and Mobley in corners and that's great defense. So I think we'll get one another game thrown into the mud, low scoring game. With Darius Garland taking over as he has the best matchup. When you get Branson cover with single with drop coverage, that's the best you can get. That's yeah. That's yeah. He needs to do great in this game, like for sure. Hopefully, this is not another four for twenty-one night from Darius Garland, like we had. I think it was the game three because the Cavs. Yeah, they it, definitely need this. I I, I think that's. I think that's one part of the game that I didn't encounter very well. And that's first uh, ever playoff away game and in very hostile environment. That's that's something players, if you look historically, could shoot 
way below their average. Right. And now he's coming back home. And if he gets yeah. 21 look as he got into the game three at home, I expect him to score 20 or more points. Yeah. I mean, safely, if he gets 21 shots, he should like absolutely destroy this 18 plus line. So, uh, love, love the spot here. Love this one. You guys, this is a good segue to let you guys know that I will be doing a watch along, a watch party for this game tonight on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. I'll be live with Clyde Bixby as well as Josh Goodwin of Raptors Digest for that game tonight. We're going live at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. So 15 minutes before the start of the game, whatever time zone you are in. If you guys want to come hang out with me, check that over there. I'll love talking to you guys on that and hanging out talking betting strategy and talking live betting for that game. So again, that's the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. Hope to see you guys there. But we're also going to discuss here the Atlanta Hawks. Actually, let's get to some comments here uh, before we do that here. Um, some Badger Boy asked for this one. The concern with that this series is due for a large point total. Um, I wouldn't say like the due factor is necessarily something you should consider for this one. I mean, it's been low scoring for a reason. The Knicks are exploiting the deficiencies from the Cavs, three non-shooters in the Cavaliers. I get it's a different environment now, but I mean, the way this series is going, like I think like they're they're even being generous with how high it is based on the regular season because this has been uh, an incredibly low scoring series. Uh, Pips, anything to elaborate on the concern with the point total potentially coming into play? Yeah, I think we, we are on good side here. Like, this is the low pace. Last game, both teams shot 50 or, or higher percent effective field goal from the from the field, and they still stayed under, well under 200 points. So it's they will you know, need to see some ridiculous shooting on this kind of pace in order for them to win. So yeah, even if Cavs try to push the pace, I don't think they are well suited for. I think Knicks are better in that part, so I don't think they'll go for it. So I think we still another battle with shooting with five seconds left on the shot clock. All right, so keep that in mind. Anybody looking to tail this bet? Now let's move to the Atlanta Hawks here. Okay, the Hawks plus thirteen underdogs. No Dejounte Murray. Game five at Boston. How the hell did the Atlanta Hawks win this game, Pips? You got to let us know. So, I'll say that that was the part of the game two and game three when Hawks went small and had shooters around Trey. So, he got more space to operate. With Dejounte, they are not treating him as a shooting at all. With... Uh, Collins, they are not treating him as a shooter. Capella, so you have Trey Young surrounded by three guys that can shoot, so they don't care about them. So he got so much pressure on him in, in those games. And when they when he played with second unit a bit with Boya, with Bogdanovich and Sadiq Bay Hunter, that looked way better. And the last game with without John Temari, it was Bogdan Bogdanovich starting, and they looked better on offense, more space to operate, and they were down 12 with, 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 with six minutes left. That's That was going well for, for them. And then Triang just went kind of ridiculous and mm-hmm. scored so many points and turned the game around. Also, I think Boston underestimated 
the, the, the Hawks here because like late into the game, Marcus Smart kind of helped Hawks a lot. And I'll say he's their fourth best guard if you count if you count Jalen Brown as a guard. Mm. I would I would for sure play Brogdon there. And especially with Derek White being primary defender on Trey Young. So why do you need Smart on the floor late into the game? He made some poor fouls on on Trey Young, so some turnovers, and it didn't work well. So I think Mazula did kind of poor in in that part. Also, he's he don't he is not his um, stubbornness and not wanting to call a timeout when his team and other team is on a run. That's entire season happening. I don't know why. He said in the press conference multiple times this season, I trust my players. I trust my players. Okay. You trust your players. But you still can call a timeout. Yeah, and, you still stop the run. <laughs> yeah. Just, you don't need to say anything. You can just stop the run. Like, and get them to sort things out. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. But also, Hawks with better spacing and Trey Young operating inside, they shot 46% from three. Bogdan, Bogdan was huge. I actually think Bogdan is a better player than John Tamari. I'll say that. Wow. Yeah. Because Bogdan, high IQ player, very smart, very not rushing anything, good on-ball score, on-ball creator, great shooter, not as good on defense as Dejonte, but in this series, Dejonte wasn't good on defense at all. They brought him to play defense. He was he was poor in defense. He was trying to get steals and broke so many, broke uh, Hawks defense so many times. So I'm not a fan of Dejonte Murray, never was. I think he's overrated in, in so many aspects of the game. But he had good shooting this this series. Uh, that's they they opened they left him wide open because he usually can shoot, and he made those shots this series. That's that's the thing. So he is a bit shooting over the good variance on his shooting, but still I, I think Bogdan Bogdanovic playing so many minutes with Dejounte being out helped this team. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I get your criticism, Dejounte. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going nearly as far as what you're saying, but I, I think the fit is the biggest issue. I don't think Dejounte Murray fits this team. Uh, people said that started the season. It's looked to be true, but I will say to your point on Bogdanovich. Interestingly, uh, he he may have opened up the game a lot for this team because he was six of nine from the field, 18 points, and was plus 11, which was the highest plus minus in this game. So uh, credit to Bogdan to what he brought to this team because. He had to bring it, and he was a big part of the reason why there is a game six here. I'll tell you guys as well why this is such a big deal for the Celtics, because uh, they, if they win this series, assuming they win this series against the Hawks, they're going to be playing the 76ers in the next round. If they had won yesterday, the Celtics, game one of that Sixers series would be on Saturday. And with Joel Embiid's health in question, obviously the Celtics looking to gain an advantage, want to play that series as quick as possible. But now the start of that series is delayed. So this this is a great situation for the Sixers because obviously the Hawks are back in the series with all due respect. They'd rather play the Hawks and now they get a bit more time to rest up Joel Embiid. And everything I, like that. I'll just say, for, for example, uh, just need to go back to the John Tamari. 
So why I think <laughs> okay. he's overrated. He's the least efficient 20-plus uh, point scorer in the league for every season. He is 53% through shooting career and this season and the last season. So that's... League average is 58. He, he is at 53 and shooting so much. He doesn't get to the line. He can't make... T- he doesn't shoot threes. And when he does, he's not enough efficient. Low volume on threes. So he's settling for mid-range shots. That's that's the John Tamari's game. On on defense, he has good sides and he has some terrible sides. This he when you look at his stats, it looks better than this actually is. He has so much deflections and steals because he's gambling almost every possession. So he caused so many breakdowns that that like he's the like when you Okay, get one steal out of three possessions. Another two, you completely broke down your defense. You are not doing the service, good service for for your team. So that's that, that was the thing in game in game four. That's why Hawks lost. He he was poor there. And you have Trey Young, who is just the too small, not body enough to play defense. And that's that's usually ends up terrible for for for, for, for the Hawks. So also on offense. Someone said uh, his assists in rebounding. His rebounding, uncontested rebounds, and his assists on offense are because he has the ball all the time. He's not creating almost anything. He just make it's like Dennis Schroeder. He has a lot of assists, but those assists are not creating for others. He's just passing to other players because he has so much time on the ball. Right. Trey Young is like five times better creator, five five times more efficient scorer and all, all the time. So, and when he's not being great on defense, that's just very overrated player for me. For me. Do you think that Trey Young, DeJounte will both be on this team to start next season? Probably because they are stuck in the mud now. They wait so heavily onto the DeJounte. Yeah. But I don't know what's what's what to be. They they can win game six. But they are playing at home, so yeah, it will be interesting if they win game six. That's if you if you lose uh, in seven games to the best to the favorites to win the title. I don't think you have problems there. That's that's not, a good point. Yeah, uh, but I'll say Sadiq Bay, great addition to the team size on the on the wings. Yeah, I, they need to move John Collins in that thing. That's yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah. It just hasn't really worked out with John Collins. And I, I look, they're in the playoffs. They're making this a series. Trey Young is clearly, to me, the real deal. Um, if you put it, if you put a proper team around him, uh, it's just Atlanta has kind of failed to do that so far in his career. But uh, we'll see how that game six turns out. We'll see how the games turn out tonight, especially. Our bet, we have one bet in play for tonight. We got it at bet J- bet MGM at plus 100 odds, and it is Darius Garland, 18-plus points, and the alternate game total of under 212.5. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show today. Reminder, doing that watch party tonight for the Knicks and Cavaliers game 15 minutes before the scheduled start time. I hope to see you there on the Hammer HQ. After this stream, you'll be redirected to our baseball channel at the Hammer Call to the Pen HQ for John Legaze's show where he does MLB betting every every weekday morning right after we finish on this show. So you go right over there. Hopefully you guys give that a chance. But if you want the NBA content, subscribe to our channel. Rate and review five stars. 
Drop a like, and we'll see you tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll.